Shut up and sit down. Is but did highly, you know polluted. that our water is highly, highly polluted? Eight million tons of plastic heading towards the ocean every single year. This is everybody's problem. We need to move faster and we need to move further because the leaders can then become the activists. Okay, with the planet calls, how can we turn this around? How can we find solutions? Join the Planet Calls weekly podcast sessions where co-founders Leslie and Amor discuss topical issues around sustainability and how we can rebuild a more sustainable world. Our guest today is Gerrit Jan van Tveen, who is the CEO of World Startup and initiator of Resilient Society in the Netherlands. Today, we are talking about why sustainability is now the key driver of innovation. Welcome to our show, Herod. We are thrilled that you could join us. Well, thank you. It's a great honor. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Herod. Herod, you recently launched an incredible initiative called Resilient Society, which was initiated as a result of the world being turned upside down by the COVID virus pandemic. Can you share with us why you've created it and what the platform offers and who the key players are behind it? Yeah, sure. Um, well, and the reason why we started it is because we, uh, we've been around in the innovation landscape for, for quite a while now. And working with corporates, with governments, with universities, and of course with startups, because that's in the end what, we're, uh, what we are about. Um, and what we've noticed, um, uh, before the crisis, how hard it is to uh, get these people in the same room and work jointly on projects. Um, and as soon as we start, uh, the as, as soon as we saw the first uh, reactions and the first impact of the of the lockdown in the Dutch economy, uh, we immediately thought, well, hey, this is an interesting challenge. So what if we use this opportunity of uh, a severe crisis? to uh, bring down these silos and to uh, initiate a platform where people can really start working together on urgent projects. We're going to use it also as a, a way to change uh, culture, uh, the, uh, yeah, the culture of collaboration. So that's why we created it, to um, help people unite and together work on interesting projects that are now relevant for, um, for society. Uh, what we offer is very simple. We offer uh, a couple of um, uh, methods to uh, align people, to bring them together in an online world in this case, uh, right now, but well, I hope in a couple of months from now, also in a, in a real, uh, in a room somewhere. I'm really looking forward to that actually. Uh, what we offer is bringing people together to align them, to make sure that they understand each other and that they can take off on a journey together. Yeah, we've been doing that with uh, Dutch governments, uh, with uh, companies like Dell Technologies, with Accenture, with uh, SPI, um, with universities. And we're very proud that all the Dutch universities actually joined uh, the platform. And uh, we are now taking the first steps also uh, with international partners in uh, countries in Europe, but also together with the World Bank in, in Asia and uh, even in Latin America. Wow, you certainly made huge progress in such a short space of time and it's so fantastic to see uh, how quickly you've pulled this together. 
One of your key missions is to co-create with partners to develop solutions for response, recovery, and future growth. Can you share with us a recent innovation that you are most excited about in the world of sustainable business? Um, well, that's a tricky question, of course, because um, in a way, what I'm most excited about is uh, something that we can no longer do, um, which is uh, not flying. <laughs> um, so I think the whole change in uh, the event space, which is in a way, of course, uh, very dramatic because it's uh, because a lot of businesses are suffering from it and we are struggling with alternatives. But the idea that we no longer have to uh, fly that much and travel that much to actually see each other and establish valuable connections. I think that's a social innovation that is kind of, well, that a lot of people are using the word unprecedented these days, but I think that's really unprecedented. And um, so the, the social innovations that are now happening and are uh, forced upon us, I think these are the most exciting things that we're seeing right now. What I'm curious is how we can um, grab these opportunities and take that a step further and create it in something that we're actually um, having fun with and, and that we are um, that we uh, like, that we cre can create experience that we like and not long for what we used to do uh, previously. So I think this whole social experiment in terms of creating a more sustainable world, I think that's the most exciting thing right now is indeed a big challenge this whole sociability and I mean, we obviously miss that with everybody being at home so it's going to be interesting to see what happens after this big reset now Herod, what principle of innovation would you advise other governments and businesses and communities around the world to adopt in order to become more resilient and sustainable so yeah so first of all uh, what i see but there are a couple of narratives right now and one of them is um is return to normal um, I like is the idea that we do not return to normal um, but we return to a new situation that we really use this as a as a reset and try to create um, different and better systems that are uh, accommodating a sustainable and uh, fair society um, so that's one thing that I would like to uh, to advise to, to governments and businesses and communities is don't look back but look at a um, at a preferable future uh, the other thing is that i i think right now um, the action mode so doing things more than uh, like a couple of months ago or years uh, ago that's the most relevant mode you can choose right now so action being actionable and taking um concrete measures and uh, experiments and having real feedback on what you're trying to solve. I think that's the most, um, yeah, that's also a, a strong advice that I would give to, to governments and businesses and, uh, and, uh, and other organizations because you don't have the time now to study a lot. You don't have the time now to, um, to sit back and to uh, to see what is happening and then bring up this this um, this brilliant plan. Um, it's so insecure right now. It's uh, not insecure. It's so uh, uncertain. There's so much uncertainty that I think you have to 
uh, be agile, incremental, try, fail, try again. And I see a lot of governments uh, that are struggling with that. I often say to people that there is no alternative to sustainable development. However, there is still a perception with businesses that becoming environmentally friendly has its disadvantages with regards to their rivals who aren't concerned about sustainable development. In your experience, what are your thoughts around this belief? Can companies move away from purely focusing on profits and actually adopt a planet over profit mindset? Uh, yes, my, uh, my answer is yes. <laughs> uh, and yeah, in the end, I think there are plenty of organizations that are capable to not just uh, compete, but think in terms of uh, contribution and added value. Um, and there are examples, uh, there are many examples. Uh, uh, of course, everybody knows the, the, uh, Patagonia uh, as, an, as an example, but there are many others as well. And I truly think that um, it's not the market that is forcing you to uh, behave in a certain way but, but it is your own conscious choice um, it's your own uh, strategy it's your own vision that determines how you behave as a business and how you develop your business um, and um, perhaps you indeed have to uh, consider a lower profit but I think that in the end like in 10 years or 15 years from now that the successful businesses uh, will probably be very much focused on sustainability, on uh, trying to reduce waste as much as possible, on reusing materials, being aware of what critical materials um, mean in their whole supply chain, um, have a favor policy, etc. And not necessarily profitable decision, but it's because it's uh, desired uh, decision by uh, uh, for society and uh, yeah perhaps I'm an, op an optimist I am uh, but I really think we're now at that stage where this is becoming like a mainstream thought that um, it's about uh, creating a sustainable and a fair society and not just hey we have to make sure that we win this red race. Charit, you, you raise a very important topic here and I was thinking about corporate responsibility this week where it's almost forcing companies to be corporate responsible or environmentally responsible but essentially companies need to be at their core environmentally focused and sustainable and this is where I think over the, the next 10 years or so it's going to be a natural progression to become more sustainable without having to be forced to be corporately responsible. Herod, to come to my last question. In resilient communities, what type of people, skills, level and attitudes are key for sustainable innovation to be prioritized? Well, that's a, that's a tough question, of course, because um, the, the question is, is whether they are different from any successful business. So uh, I think you just touched that. Huh? So uh, being an impact of uh, of being aware of your impact or being sustainable or being responsible. Um, it started off like a, 
like 20 or 30 or perhaps 10 years ago as, okay, this is what we do. And then we have this corporate social responsibility, or this is what we do. And we have a sustainability program. Um, uh, or you have ent entrepreneurs and then you have social entrepreneurs. And we have started, we were always, since the start, we've always been reluctant to embrace that. Um, this, this creating this special category of um, a good businesses and businesses that are normal. Um, and I think it's the same with when you start talking about what kind of attitude or what kind of skills or, or, or people do you need for a sustainable business. It's almost as if you, again, create a special category of uh, the sustainable business. Um, you need people that are creative. You need people that are very good at what they need to do, whether they are a coder or a designer or an engineer or whatever. Um, I think you need leaders that are capable to uh, set out uh, a vision and to, to create a, a, a roadmap and to create a, 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 a transition with their company and in their company. But it's not that different actually than whether, whether it's a sustainable company or whether it's a company that is not sustainable. Um, so what we need to do perhaps is not, is more like, okay, perhaps we should change a couple of the metrics of our, our business. Um, perhaps we should um, be a little bit more long-term terms of what the impact of our and what the, the consequences of our businesses uh, are. Um, but in the end, that will still, running a good business will still require the same set of, uh, of skills and, um, and uh, attitudes and people. Yeah, well, just to add to this is that, of course, what we, what we do need to learn, but everybody needs to learn that, that we have to be more resilient because what is happening right now is going to happen in, happen more often. And the impact of uh, environmental change, of social change, of urbanization, uh, etc., is, uh, well, it's going to test our societies in the upcoming 10, 20 years. So resilience is something that should be like a core attitude. But again, whether you're sustainable or not, that doesn't matter. Thank you so much for being on our show, Gerrit. How can folks get in touch with you? You can simply go to uh, resilientsociety.nl or woodstartup.co.co. Uh, and um, well, you, I think there are many forms and ways to connect there. And uh, you can always reach out. And my, um, uh, my email is also, also uh, very simple. It's gj at worldstartup.co. And uh, drop me a line if you have some interesting uh, to share. Lovely. Thank you, Gerrit, for sharing your expertise with us today. We wish you all the best going forward. Well, thank you.